Our WhatsApp number again is 0605842250. And also not forgetting on Twitter, at Radio 2000 underscore ZA. So let us find out um, who is in Timmy T's teaser. That's if you missed it. Here we go. Timmy T's teaser on Touchline with Romy Titus. Hashtag TRT. This is the Touchline. I have to announce to you that I will never retire. Thank you to you too. So that is in Timmy T's teaser today. And as I said, that person sounds a little like me because I don't ever want to retire. So thank you for all the guesses that have come through on our WhatsApp line so far. And also I see some movement out on Twitter, but my battery is about to die. So I'm going to have to steal Timmy's phone for that one. I did say that Dr. Tulani Nguenia, SAFA Chief Medical Officer, will be our guest here on the show today. And we're talking about Bedway Cares Skills Hub that hosted the inaugural sports medicine workshop and the focus was various topics of medical emergencies in football, encompassing various subtopics, cardiac arrest, concussion, head injuries, uh, to name a few. And we're also talking about Christian Eriksen. I mean, he officially returns to the field of play since he suffered that cardiac arrest. And that was almost eight months, I think, uh, if my mathematics, which isn't always the greatest. Um, If we go that far back, he's joined Brentford and will he or won't he be playing up against Newcastle today or will he be sitting and watching? But I think it is really daunting. It's a daunting something to have to think about, digest, especially as a professional athlete. And now we welcome Dr. Tulani Nguenya to the show. Doc, good to have you. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I don't know whether it's the evening. Um, uh, I'm disorientated. <laughs> Good afternoon, Romy. Good afternoon to all your listeners. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you. It's very good to have you. But, I mean, in a nutshell, if you had to just sum up the Skills Hub that was hosted, an inaugural sports medicine workshop, I'm sure that you yeah. guys could chat for days, right, when you do yeah. come together at something like this. But if you had to, like, bullet point what the most important outcomes were, what would they be? Okay, Romy, uh, this is the, the something that I'm very passionate on. But, uh, Bet, we just want to give credit to We give credit to Betway because the, 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 the focus was actually helping the coaches understand the player, the athlete, before the tactical aspects mm-hmm. come in. So we, we, we touched more specifically and mostly on medical emergencies on first day, um, especially because we wanted them to be able to, to save alive. Remember, these are the coaches that deal with athletes at grassroots grassroot level, oh and at that level, we do not have um, medical services most of the time. So we wanted to actually equip the, the coaches so that uh, when a cardiac arrest happens, then they are actually able to do basic um, uh, support for them to actually buy time so that the advanced health can actually come in. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to statistics in South Africa, we have, we have uh, this is not, not known, but I have a privilege of such information because um, it comes to my office uh, at SAFA because I'm the head of the medical department right. there. Like we have got um, more than five uh, young athletes less than um, 16 years, who, have, who has died from cardiac arrest. Under 16? So is, yes. 
Yes. Wow. So, 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 so this is because they don't have support at that level. And it happened most of the time during training. So now we were teaching the coaches to be able to recognize a medical emergency and to be able to, re- to react and actually know what exactly that they need to do so that they are able to save a life. So we were teaching them at least the basic skill of being able to do a CPR uh, when there's a cardiac mm-hmm. arrest, of being mm-hmm. able to recognize a concussion uh, when 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 such happens and 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 the importance there of of recognizing it because if then they don't recognize it it might get worse and you must you might even lose an athlete that's it one life is a life too many though doc but under 16 and that is quite a shocking statistic to me which brings me to the next question because shouldn't teams regardless of where you are, if you're in the GAC, if you're in the DSTV Premiership, wherever you sit. I mean, isn't, I'm going to call it first aid, the very basics that you need to know? And is every single team, as you sit in the corner office at SAF as Chief Medical Officer, does everybody have that? Do you have a person um, that is able to, that knows a first aid, that knows what to do if there's a broken arm, a leg, ankle, and in this case, a cardiac arrest. And I mean, even something a little bit more severe because it's a high energy sport. Athletes are putting their bodies on the line. So is there something where you tick that box to say every single team has, has someone? It would have been nice, Romy. That's what we want to achieve in the near future. That's what we are driving as sports uh, medicine uh, physician. But one thing that we have uh, found out is that there's financial constraints because teams are mentioning the issue of uh, medical services being expensive and all. But then, because then uh, we needed to find a way uh, around it, we have then made it, we have spoken to the SAFA coaching um, uh, education department to say that for every coach that is actually doing a de-license course, they must be trained to actually be able to do at least basic uh, medical care, mm. basic uh, life support. So that's what we have incorporated in the in the de-license uh, course, just to try because and, 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 and bridge the gap because now a lot of them, they are in remote areas where there's actually no, no service whatsoever wow. and where mm. um, medical service becomes a uh, uh, something a little bit perfect. I mean, it's not It's not a want. It definitely is a need. It's a need. It's a need. 100%. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, and I think we both agree that one life is a life too many. As you read those statistics, Doc, I want to know if these statistics would obviously differ based on perhaps race, um, gender, and also if you take a look at an African athlete versus, I'm going to use, uh, a European athlete, for example, and yeah. do these statistics vary vastly when it comes to cardiac arrest specifically? Yeah, well, there's different categories. Uh, when we when we look at uh, cardiac arrest, is dif- is caused by different. Um, there's different causes. Mm-hmm. Now, the common um, cause of cardiac arrest is um, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, but that is when your heart muscles is actually you know when you when you are lifting weight your muscle backs up so even the athlete because i mean the heart the heart is a muscle right. uh, 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 yeah nature so so when you exercise you are actually putting stress on the muscle and then it 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 bulks up and if it does more then it goes to rigidity where it can't actually pump up 
uh, pump out the, the blood that it needs to, to pump out so that it, go, it circulates the brain. Mm. So most of the time, people suffer from hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. But right now, we are in a pandemic, uh, uh, Romy, and a pandemic uh, that is caused by a, 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 a virus called COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Now, that is why we have said COVID-19 does affect the heart muscles. It causes what we call um, pericarditis or uh, uh, myocarditis. So that is why we actually say for everyone that has had COVID, they need to be screened and they need, we need to check the heart so that we, we make sure that mm. the heart the heart is, 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 is well. normal. It, does, yeah. it hasn't suffered uh, myocarditis. Because if you do suffer myocarditis, we have had a lot of athletes that actually suffered, that they, they, they suffered cardiac arrest because of post-COVID uh, myocarditis. Wow. So now I'm also thinking about Novak Djokovic and not wanting to do that. I mean, because I'm sure that even exposure to perhaps a vaccine as you build antibodies, I mean, correct yeah. me if I'm if I'm wrong, but you would be exposed still to the virus. And I mean, yeah. myocarditis, could you then get it in that well it is true but you see with, with the with the with the vaccination it is a little bit controlled unlike getting the actual infection mm-hmm. as much as uh, it gives you immunity but it is a little bit uh, controlled now when you have actually taken the vaccine then due diligence needs to be done I mean you need to do your post vaccination medical screening where they check check the status of your heart but they check you the status of your lungs. because I mean, it's the second time I chat to you about this specific topic. And where yeah. do you go? Because no one is telling you to go for that. We're told to go, right? Go, get the <laughs> vaccine, get better, self-isolate. And now you're telling me I need to check my heart. I have yeah. no idea where to start and how to... Ch- I mean, my hand on my chest, it's beating. I'm here. <laughs> but further than that, how do I check? Where Where do our listeners go? Yeah, that that is that is why it's important that uh, we 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 use the sports physician as much as possible. So for everyone that has been exposed to COVID, whether uh, vaccination or not, whether they are elite athletes or they are just weekend warriors running, it is very important that you do post-COVID uh, exposure screening so that you we check uh, the status of your heart. Because if you do not do that, then you are at risk of of actually suffering from and what's the from myocarditis. Something like that, though, doc. I mean. Yes, there's medical aids, etc. But what is the cost of something like that? Just to check <laughs> if my heart is okay. Yeah, we, we need the basic thing that we need just to check your heart is your ECG. ECG does not cost much. It, 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 it costs uh, around 400 rands um, when you go to a good uh, sports physician. But then ECGs can be done in the emergency uh, ER um, services. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, or any other medical doctor can do an ECG. But it's not only about ECG, it's also about doing bloods. But uh, sometimes we go to for bloods when really we feel that the ECG has some abnormalities. We need further investigation. Then we'll actually do either bloods or you'll actually do echocardiogram or you'll do cardiac MRI just to make sure that uh, you have ruled out that pericarditis or myocarditis. Right. With that said, though, Doc, shouldn't every single single athlete as we still live through a pandemic 
pandemic, uh, within, let's say, DSTV Premiership, we take our professional league and say every single club should onboard a player in such a way where they have medical details to say, right, who's on my screen now? A Yusuf Mart is fully fit, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. is able to play. And there's nothing else to, to worry about because a puppy fatty who was told not to play and still played, you know, and you weigh up the yeah. pros and the cons and you think, hmm, should a club also yeah. not take responsibility? Well, um, it, the club should take responsibility. And this is what we're actually telling the coaches. You know, when we do, when it comes to the clubs, especially grassroots level, um, SAFA has given a cardiac screening uh, form that you do before um, each and every, um, the, the beginning of each and every season. So you know what most coaches and most uh, club bosses do? They go to a doctor with the forms and the names of the players, and the doctor just signs off without doing the actual screening. And we told them that actually doing that is very dangerous because um, then you'll 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 actually deal with you'll find out that uh, a player suffers some serious um, medical condition and you haven't uh, you wouldn't have actually picked it up because you have bypassed the process. So we have we are, we are doing this for a specific reason so that they understand it. But having said that, Romy, it is actually a responsibility for each and every club to have at least a consulting doctor to take care of their athletes because athletes are human beings before they are actual athletes. Before you can actually do tactics on the players, they are human beings. You need to understand their anatomy. You need to understand their physiology. You need to understand how they function before you actually apply tactics. That's where sports medicine comes in to try and build a complete athlete that is why we felt uh, that bet, I mean, uh, the Betway did uh, actually a very, very good thing by going grassroots because that's where development is. Mm, Most mm. of these things, we see it at elite level. Elite level, uh, uh, that's where development is actually complete. There's less if any development at that stage. So most of the sports medicine needs to go to the grassroots level, but the sad reality is that there's no finances put towards uh, sports medicine at that level. Wow. And so where do we find that money, Doc, in order to make it, like we said, a need and not uh, a want? A want. It is a need, uh, Romy. I think this is a conversation that um, uh, football business needs to actually look uh, into. We are here with the expertise. We can try and assist. But uh, football business needs to realize that there is quite uh, there is a, a need right now for sports medicine because uh, for sports medicine to be to be number one before tactics. Because now I, I've been, uh, I've, I've had the privilege of visiting uh, the Barcelona um, Academy, and I, I realized that sports medicine is the first before tactics. Mm. So sports medicine comes in, and it takes most of uh, preparation before a, any particular season, and then tactics comes after. That is why when they are developing their athletes. Mostly, there's sports science that is, is, is put into their program, and tactics come a little bit later. And that's what, that's, that's what we actually need to go. That's the route that we actually right. need to go to. Because I believe as Africans, we've got natural talent, but that talent is not enough to sustain us to become world champions or gold medalists, mm. uh, world gold medalists, because we, do, we, we are lacking that 
the sports science aspect, which is looking at tactics and natural talent. For us to develop a complete athlete, we need to marry sports science and this talent. And then that's how we're actually going to produce gold. I I hear you, Doc. I mean, I think you're right on the money there, Uh, just the way you have put it. I mean, very interestingly, if we look at Christian Eriksen and what happens, and the minute cardiac arrest happens, you've mentioned there's a a number of reasons which uh, causes it at the end of the day. But for an athlete to go back after, I'm going to say narrowly escaping death, in your expert opinion, is it a good idea to say thank you and goodbye to football once something this severe happens to an athlete? Well, uh, this this uh, we welcome what has happened. Uh, actually, not not the cardiac arrest, but we welcome the expertise that took place in managing uh, mm. Ericsson. Then, because when when a person has suffered cardiac arrest and uh, people were able to recognize that it was cardiac arrest, they were able to react on time, and they were able then to do subsequently the operations and uh, and and rehabilitation. It means that. There are expertise of managing a cardiac arrest, but the most important thing is to recognize it as early as possible and react and do the right thing at the right time. Once we are able to do that, then we are able to save a life, and over and above being able to save a life, then we are able to rehabilitate the athlete to actually going back to play again. This is more like your 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 person that has suffered a what an arterial cruciate ligament, mm-hmm. uh, a, one of the knee ligaments is torn or one of the bones is broken. If they are able to do surgery and rehabilitate and go back to playing again, even with the heart, they can but still do that. Is, is with everything the they, 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 they put a pacemaker there. And yes, there are some risks that are associated with it. But I, I feel that uh, the the experts have done due diligence. That is why Ericsson is able to actually go back to the pitch again. Because, I mean, I'm not on the pitch, Doc, right? But from where yeah. I sit, I'm nervous. If you're talking about a knee injury, I can see my knee and feel it and see, okay, I can bend, I can't bend. My yeah. heart is inside my chest cavity. I have no <laughs> way that I get to see it on a daily basis to know how it is doing. And so do you go by trust and faith? There's people that have suffered from TB, Romy, which is a lung disease mostly, uh, pulmonary TB. There's people that have suffered from severe COVID, which is also a lung disease, Romy, and they went back to playing again. Uh, this is one of the, uh, the, the the organs that are inside the body that people cannot see. But because there's experts, there's specialists in different uh, parts, of 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 medicine, they are able to deal with that and get you back to playing again. So it does not it, the heart is not an exception because mm. now the most delicate um, uh, actually uh, organ is the brain because the brain that's where every function of the body is actually uh, processed. The heart its function is to pump blood, oxygenated blood, so that it it it, it feeds the the brain and the brain can actually do its day to day work. That is why we are able to breathe. That is why we are able to talk and all. But the most delicate um, uh, organ is, is, is your brain. So if people are able to save, the, to deal with the lungs, they can be actually be able to deal with the heart. 
uh, they can also be able to deal with the brain. So it means that that's why we've got different specialists in medicine. Right, right. Doc, you've hit, you've hit the nail on the head. I love chatting to you, uh, but, but time <laughs> has come uh, has run out. I, I want to know, will there be more? Will there be more of this? Because I love the conversation that is ha- being had at a grassroots yeah. level. And I mean, will Betway Care Skills Hub continue to do this? Is it a continuous conversation until we see results or just a talk shop? 100%. Romy, this has been uh, my, my, my personal desire uh, for it to be a continuous uh, talk. But uh, Betway has promised that this is the beginning of great things. They're going to take this to each and every corner of, of, of South Africa. So it is interesting. Hopefully it's going to happen like that because, uh, you know, most of the time when we look at football business, uh, it's more about the tactics and about uh, what happens now, the final product. We don't look at the development aspect and the most important aspect of a human being and a human being being healthy before they actually play. We look at the play and the games and the goals and forget about the human being. So Betway has promised that this will be a continuous thing and we'll continue developing grassroots coaches. And I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Uh, Doc, before I let you go, I mean, here at Radio 2000, we have been asking our listeners, please go out there, get vaccinated against COVID-19. Some have come into the airwaves and expressed how they have gone, how it has saved lives. If it is that you've gone for two, how are you advising the third one be done? And should our listeners be waiting six months or can they go earlier for that booster jab? Look, uh, Romy, I think I think uh, those that have actually vaccinated, there is a booster that is available right now. I am happy that um, if if people have vaccinated, at least they've taken the the first step. And vaccination means full vaccination. When you have taken Pfizer, two two jabs. When you have taken J and J, it's one jab. Mm-hmm. But then, if if uh, we are actually encouraging people to actually take the booster, now I am happy that at least there's a lot of people that have uh, taken the first step of vaccination. So we are really, really encouraging people to vaccinate because vaccination gives you some exposure to the to, to the virus and then you develop some sort of immunity against it and it helps you not to actually suffer severe illness. That is why even with the new variants that we are seeing now, we don't see a lot of people being hospitalized because somewhat they've been exposed to the virus mm, before. Mm, mm. Thank you, Doc. Thank you so much for your time and you have yourselves an amazing Saturday and I'll see you soon. Thank you, Romy. See you soon. Thank you very much. Dr. Tulani Nguenya there, Safa Chief Medical Officer. I love it. I I love the medical world. I absolutely do. And it's just interesting. It's interesting that, yes, my knee I can see and my heart that I can't, even though I'm brokenhearted. You've got doctors. You've got doctors that specialize in the different, uh, I guess, you know, organs and different sports medicines and, 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 you know, you get what I'm trying to say. Um, and so he's back. He's back, Christian Eriksen. And now we watch and we wait and we see and we look. And I think we learn, too, in this process that it isn't all doom and gloom and that if it is that you suffer cardiac arrest, you don't have to sit out or give up on the sport that you love. But it is, I guess, on uh, on your way to recovery. Um it's the same. It's the same as breaking a bone at the end of the day. I love, I loved that conversation. There are 